<laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the get. Oh, go for it. Welcome to the Get Offset podcast. My name is Andrew, and my name is Emily, and we're here today with Ryan from Demos in the Dark, all the way from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yeah, sometimes yeah, a little more savage than that, but. Well, yeah. So, yeah, I, I moved out of the uh, – we sold our house in the city. Um, incidentally, it wasn't, like, because of this, but we sold our house in the city uh, a couple of uh, weeks after George Floyd was murdered. And we were – like, our, our house is maybe a couple miles from where that happened. Um, oh, yeah, and so like that was our that like that was our police station and Target and liquor store and post office and stuff like that that all got burned down. That was my neighbor. That was my like we just we sat in our in our yard and just watched smoke billowing up. Um, but I I sold uh we sold that house uh and bought one out in the country. We have a big old house in the country now that's on uh, multiple acres of really dense. Woodland, and the city's name is Savage. It's a savage. So dense woodland, which means you don't have to mow every weekend, I would hope. We don't have any any grass. That's the yeah. life, dude. That's yeah. the life. Yeah, I left I left my lawnmower with the people who bought my other house. So that was uh Yeah. Those people feeling. we bought from left their push mower because there was just one little patch of grass they just put in so that dog would have somewhere to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And we just are like, we've mulched over and we're like, fuck your grass. <laughs> my, my, mine's a little bit terrifying because my dogs just like disappear into the woods and they're pugs. Yeah, they're, oh yeah. And they're pugs. And like, like we don't have, uh, we don't have any issues with like crime or anything out here. Um, but, uh, coyotes are the criminals of coyotes. The coyotes are the problem. So it's like. It's and like, also birds of prey, I'm sure a little bit. Yeah, we have uh, we have bald eagles out here and stuff like that. Mm. It's cool with like when they go over, it's like they block out the the sun. They're so huge, but pretty cool. Um, yeah, and there's an owl that I hear, but I don't. I mean, I th- I could live here for the rest of my life, and I doubt I'll ever see it because they nice. that's they don't they don't want to be seen. Awesome. Well, before we get into it, I do just want to say. Uh, uh, we have a Patreon. You can support us at patreon.com slash get offset for as little as $5 a month. You get access to our super secret discord server. And we're getting really close to some weird goal that we set. That was like, Andrew would make some death metal cover of a wiggle song. Do you remember I that, Andrew? forgot that I agreed to that. <laughs> so yeah, give us money. So Andrew does that. I think it'll be really funny. <laughs> oh no. Uh, Brian from Spruce Effects and I have always talked about how we want to form a thrash punk band that only does Daniel Tiger songs. Yes. Um, and wow. yeah, if you got kids, you know, you yep. know, like, like, a, like a super thrash punky version of like, if you have to go potty, stop and go right away. <laughs> go <Yeah>. right away. <laughs> yep. Yes. 
You can also support this podcast by liking and commenting and subscribing on uh, YouTube if you're watching the video version or on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, if you can rate and review this podcast, that does help us tremendously. We also have merch, including our famous For Fuzz Sake line at getoffsetpodcast.com slash shop. What's so funny, Andrew? No, sorry. I, I'm just hung up on I. I think I agreed to that goal like a year ago, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah, you did. I'm gonna have to clear my summer plans. I'm gonna for for a musician that's like, I'll do that EP next year um, for the last decade. Uh, You'll do it is, live. I'm terrified. Do it now. <laughs> do, do it, it now. now. Um, Get to the chopper. Sorry. So ignore my facial expressions. Right. I think I'm just having the existential reckoning. Yes. Also, I will be, be at Summer Nam. If anybody. Sees me walking around there. Ryan, are you going? I'm not going. Uh, I thought about it, um, but uh, no. I, I'm I, only going I mean, so I can go to Waffle House with working class music. Oh, cool. Not for 24 hours, though. Yeah. Um, are they in Nashville, or are they just going to be there for that? They're in Atlanta, so they're okay. only three, three to four hours away, depending on traffic. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, I, I'll be I'll be interested to see if... Uh, Anybody goes? Uh, yeah, I've talked to you. I've talked to you some folks in the mass sphere of things, and very few of them are going, which kind of defeats my ability to write off a trip. Um, yeah, but um, they, I, I think a few of them are doing it, but they're going to go in like the the Stompbox Deli, you know, conglomerate thing. Um, yeah, I know Lance Giles from Dogman Devices is doing that, so I'm, yeah. I'm excited to meet Lance in person. There you go. Aww. Yeah, yeah, you uh, you guys have a history. Like, you're, like, the only person that demos this stuff, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. I, I think maybe, like, officially, like, demo person, but, uh... Yeah. No, Ohio, Ohio bros, you know? Ohio, Ohioans gotta, gotta stick together, even, and especially after we leave Ohio. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, I, I, I'm agreeing and I don't know why, um, cause I'm not from Ohio, so I don't know. Yeah. I love, I love Ryan that you're doing this rule of thirds thing, not fully understanding that I'm going to crop you. <laughs> oh, I'm, uh, this not Stop moving! Let's... Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I also have a rolling chair. Uh, so, okay, here we go. I'll just stay here and not move. Great. I'm regretting not putting on makeup this morning. But I'm going to box after this. Hey, Andrew, what's new with you? What's new with me? Um, what is? Uh, speaking of tense Midwestern relationships uh, where Midwesterners stick out for each other, it's actually more to do with family. I went to Nebraska last week. Oh, that's a great Bruce Springsteen record. Um. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How? Was that emotionally for I'm you? Just getting, that Bruce Springsteen record for. I am getting weekend. dunked on today. This is great. Uh, no, so I went to Nebraska for the weekend to celebrate my uh, my brother's two years of sobriety. Uh, so congratulations to him. Uh, fittingly, I flew American Airlines, which apparently is AA.com. Uh, and so the entire flight there, I'm like, how? Th- there's some sort of subliminal mes- messaging for why I'm taking AA to go yeah. to an AA meeting to celebrate his two years of sobriety. Anyways, uh, no, it was really good. Uh, it was really strange though. There's this concept out there out there that seems to be ancient history now, which is the mask. 
And I was so floored. <laughs> like I got off the airplane, left the airport, got in the car with my grandpa, went to go to a diner. And as we're getting out of the car, like I start to grab my mask and he's like, we don't do that here. I'm like, oh, he's like, you're vaccinated, right? I'm like, okay. So I'm just going to be really uncomfortable the whole weekend. I don't know. To, like, I can't hide my facial expressions. It was so weird. I'm trying to like... I feel a little bit like I'm easing into it. I think that's the only way it's going to happen. Because I kind of yep. need to do it by summer nam because I don't think masks are super duper a thing there. Yep. But, you know, I, I've 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 had a couple instances where I left the house and was like walking to a restaurant. I was like, ah, shit. Had yep. to go back and get my mask. It's I, in, in, At least where we're at, they're gone. Uh you, I mean, like, I, I think people who are, you know, like, if you go to, like, Starbucks or something, like, the barista, if you can call it that, or, uh, will be wearing... Whoa! Remember <laughs> your audience right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. You got some Seattle people. Do, do like, do Seattle, Seattle people know that Starbucks baristas aren't baristas, though? They're pressing okay. buttons on a machine. Yeah. I, to I'm, be I just fair, prefer to not be mean to people about. I don't it. want to be mean to people either, but it, it's like a, it's a good it's first not... barista job where you learn the basic principles and then go actually learn how to do it manually at go. another shop. Um, but uh, you know, like they'll be wearing masks, but for the most part, nobody's doing it yeah. out here anymore. Um, but it did like it. It like I I experienced like people doing you know like going into a place and then being like. <laughs> like, can I do this? And um, I, I personally, uh, my my spouse, my wife would, uh, she would be fine with everyone wearing masks for the rest of their lives. I mean, kind of me also. Like, I just, it was really nice not getting a cold at all last year. Yeah, I wear them when my allergies are bad. It's and it helps. Yeah, you know the um, that it was really hard like the the way the pandemic was hard on me is i'm this like extreme introvert and um the way introverts take in the world is by watching other people and watching other mm. people interact and so like about halfway cuz like at the beginning of the pandemic i was like man i'm going to thrive in this like this is this is my year um stay inside and don't talk to people perfect um yeah. <laughs> but uh but i i started to get depressed about halfway through and i could not figure out why and then when i figured out why it was because you know part of like the way i interact socially is watching other people interact with each other and yeah. their facial expressions and you know all that kind of stuff and i wasn't getting that because people were six feet apart and wearing masks and so like i I did somehow I ended up missing out on a, you know, like a big part of my social, whatever. That makes total sense. Yeah. Well, it seems like we're, we're coming out on the other end of it. Uh, finally. Yeah. For, for me, it's been one lovely having my husband home all the time, but it like, I didn't have any time alone. Like literally at all is also the thing. Like I, I couldn't just sit on the sofa and like vibe, yeah. And there, were, and like I would go upstairs, like get a glass of water, and he would come downstairs, and I'd have to like pause my podcast. And I was like, I'm not used to this. Yeah, yeah. We well, so the, the house that we were in in Minneapolis was about 1,300 square feet, 
and everything yeah. was kind of centered around the living room. So like the playroom was in the living room, the, you know, the offices were in the living room, the, you know, whatever. And so that first, uh, you know, 50 days or whatever that they just shut down the entire state. It was, you know, it was my, my wife, my four year old, two pugs all in this very small area. And all the time, boy, we, we almost didn't make it. <laughs> So. I think the toddler and the pup, the toddler might be the hard one for me. Well, yeah, the toddler, yeah. the toddler was definitely the, like the, the little kid. I don't know. Yeah, we were we were chomping at the bit for him to go back to preschool. Um, yeah, and when that when that happened, uh, things got easier. But then uh, now we're out here with a much larger space, and we have uh, dedicated space. And now I don't want her to go back to work. Yeah, um, I don't want Rick to go back to work either. So, honestly, yeah. <laughs> he went in twice this week, and I was like. I miss him. <laughs> yeah. The cat, yeah. cat, cat kind of loved it, though. I'm back full time, and it's so strange. Like, in the office, five days a week for a full day. I have to pack my lunches, or else I have to, you know, go buy lunch. And, like, going out to lunch with coworkers, and it's, like, full swing back in the office. And it's so strange. Huh. Yeah. Huh? Like, I'm still wearing my mask, because I, I think I've learned that my facial expressions can be the best thing about me in the in corporate culture. They can also shoot me down really fast if I have that oh, kind man. of face and someone yeah. says something. And I'm really yeah. I'm realizing that I've relied on my mask to hide that, where I can just kind of like laugh at someone when they're saying something and they don't realize it. Uh, I can't do that anymore if I if I start taking off my mask, which I haven't really done in the office a lot. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. that's going to be yeah. I'm going to have to relearn my poker face, my self control. To be courteous to others, keep my, I mean, my job is. Inner. I feel lucky. My job is fully and completely remote, and most of the time, I don't have to have my camera on during Zoom calls because sometimes, sometimes it's cool, sometimes it's great, you know. And then some every once in a while, it's like I just am struggling through this call in one way or another. And I mean, it's rare, but sometimes, sometimes it's just like I don't know what's happening. I'm glad it's being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> because we all go back and watch recordings of our calls. No, I run it through Descript. Okay. I uh, mean, sometimes, like if I'm like interviewing somebody, I just have to run it through Descript anyway to get, get accurate quotes. But well, it's a thing. It's a thing. Now that we've so, talked a lot about corporate culture, what's new with me is basically I've just got family this summer. It's a summer of seeing family I haven't seen. Uh, my dad's going to be visiting next week. I haven't seen him in two and a half years. Whoa. Uh, yeah. And it's, so we're going to see some close friends. I, I think things are opening up and realizing the post-pandemic world, the people that mean the most to me are the people I want to spend time with. And yeah, just try to lean into that in the next couple of months. What's new with you, Ryan? Not a whole lot. Just uh, just hanging out, doing the same old, same old stuff. Uh, doing the podcast rounds. I had, you know, I went, I went forty years without anybody asking me to be on a podcast, and then everybody kind of came all at the same time. So, but I mean, like, I, you know, after this, it's going to be done, and I don't know if I can go back to life not being on podcast yeah not being a not being a, on a podcast tour but um yeah no That's it's when you start uh, your own podcast 
Well, we've been doing a live show on uh, Demos in the Dark, which has been fun. Um, the one that we did uh, on Thursday with Scythe Guitars, uh, it was one of the, like, we laughed more than we talked. So that was, that was good. Usually a good sign. Yeah. And those guys are just so cool. I wanted, uh, those guys are so cool. I, th- I thought it was important to put a face with the you know, the brand. And I, um, and I think that I hope that, you know, anybody who was like on the fence about a safe guitar, you know, saw that and was, you know, like either decided they wanted to pull the trigger on it or they were like, these guys are assholes. Um, <laughs> so, you know, like it could, you can go, you can go, uh, one of either way with that. But, uh, yeah, it was cool. They were like, they're like drinking beers and vaping and stuff like that. It was great. It's, it's, and the conversation we talked about guitars like this much. <laughs> so it was cool. Nice. Cool. Well, there's nothing new with me, so let's just move on. <laughs> Boring. We all know Actually, that's not true. Well, I mean I haven't got I didn't get a new pedal in this week or anything, or oh shit. Again. Sorry. Uh oh. I keep, I keep, I keep hitting something that I'm not supposed to hit. Um, I'm looking around. Honestly, most of the new stuff I have gotten this week is I'm just trying to optimize my desk space a little bit, my office space. So I have these, uh, umbrella lights. It, I mean, Ryan, you wouldn't know anything about lighting. Nope. Uh, I got these umbrella lights on tripods and they take up a ton of space. So we've gotten some wall mounts, uh, for them. So. I'm gonna put them on the walls. Someone walking on your roof? Uh it's it's two floors up. Uh yet he's a four year old. He can do Yep. He can do those things. Yeah. I'm surprised uh I'm in a three story townhouse and I'm surprised how much noise the cat can make. Yeah. Like when she's on the the, st- the floor above us. Like just ju- like this little pound, nine pound cat jumping down from the bed and like pitter pattering around the bedroom. Like I'm like Ah, wow. This is very yeah. not a quiet house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we have a... One of our dogs is a 30-pound pug. Um, and you can definitely hear when he does anything. Anything I whatsoever. I didn't know pugs could get that big. He's a big one. Uh, and this is the one that we're kind of getting ready to make some peace with. Uh, we brought him into uh what we thought was going to be kind of he was wheezing and we thought it was like bronchitis and uh turns out his his larynx and his uh trachea are all collapsing and um there is not much they can do about that so um you know we we dropped we dropped uh a a lot of money to get his nasal passages widened, his uh, mm-hmm. soft palate shortened and stuff like that, just to make things a little bit more comfortable. Um, but, it, you know, like, they made no secret that we were making him comfortable in the last year to two years of his life. So yeah. we're kind of... You know, on one hand, it's like, you know, it's really nice to have this time. Um, yeah. On the other hand, I think sometimes that stuff is a little bit easier with the Band-Aid method, because now... Yeah. We're just going to be sitting around waiting. 
not waiting, yeah. but you know, like you're, you know, go to bed every night and wonder if you're going to wake up next to a not breathing dog. Oh, yeah, it's really yeah. tough. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry. It's what it is, you know, uh, when they're, when everything is right with pugs, they can live to be 18 years old. Um, wow. it's just, you know, How I read it and. I read an article recently that uh, said that the only reason that the pug as a species has survived is because of humans continuing to, otherwise they would have been gone a long time ago. Like they are just a genetic mess, but yeah, uh, well they were kind of bred to be a certain yeah. way yeah. physically and people didn't really think about like what that meant for, right? Like if you, if you look at like these pure breed dogs from like a hundred years ago, they look completely different. Like old, yeah. like original pictures of some of these dogs. It's like, it's like how old bananas, it's like how one certain type of banana went extinct. And that's like the banana flavor in candy. So when you taste like banana flavored candy, you're tasting like these old bananas that don't exist anymore. Is They're that unrecognizable. True? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, my uh, my sister in law is a chef, and she told me that. Wow! So like, that's why the bananas and runts don't taste anything like bananas, and like laffy taffy and stuff. Yeah, weird. Mm. Yeah, cool. That's why they don't taste like bananas. I'm gonna. Maybe we just had to get used to a different kind of banana. I'm gonna repeat that. That is bananas. Whoa! B a n a n a s. <laughs> well done. Everybody clap. <laughs> so, um, I guess we'll thank our sponsor, Rude Tech Effects, oh, based out of Nashville, that, Tennessee. Jesse's yeah, Jesse. Yeah. Uh, their uh, Three Muff 14 is a really great muff. I've talked about it a lot. Um, it's basically three Rus- Russian-style big muffs in one. Ooh. It is. Ooh, are we getting an unbox? Oh. oh, is that the... Oh. Ryan's got one too. I thought you were about to pull out the. I do feel left out. I thought you were about to pull out the uh, the all black the blackout version. They put up on their store the other day. Oh, it looks so slick. I I demoed that like two months ago, and uh, uh, one of the like guards on the knob things is uh, that's that's my technical talk uh, is uh, coming loose and. Jesse was like, "Yeah, I'll fix it. Just send it back to me." I'm oh. like, "Yeah, I'll get it. I'll get the mail tomorrow." Nice. Ooh. Still there, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's been two. It's been over sixty days, and I look at it every once in a while. I'm like, I should, I should do that. I'm the same way. Like, I got some. I, I have some things to mail out, and yeah. I, I, I think it was. Oh God, which guitar did it take me longer to mail out? The the YY10, the Ibanez YY10, like. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'm done. And they're like, here's the uh, here's the return label. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'll get that in the mail this weekend. <laughs> Three weeks later, I think I finally like hobbled it down to to sip and ship and <laughs> dropped it off. I have a good. I, like, I don't I have... have a printer. Is the thing now? I oh, do. Really? Now I have a printer. Yeah, I've, I I've, like... I've started mailing enough stuff and getting enough return labels that I needed to get a printer. I have a guitar from uh, that I just cannot get Gibson to take back. <laughs> It's just sitting in a box and, you know, like, <laughs> I just cannot, I've told everyone I know, everyone I encounter at Gibson, I'm like, hey, by the way, I got a guitar. And they're like, oh, cool. We'll get somebody on that. Yeah. I just, I, I just have to take it back to the showroom, honestly. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. So I'm like, I have the thing is like, I have to drive 30 minutes to drop this thing off and yeah. get a new, get, get the next thing. But yeah. Well, cause I'll be getting a next thing. I hope. I will not. I know. I know. We've discussed this privately. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, the thing that I asked them that I just really wanted to do the video for, uh, they haven't gotten it in yet. Is, is it the, the cornet? Uh, cre- it's the Crestwood. Okay. Specifically, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I, uh, I've been curious as to whether the coronet is ever going to happen or whether they just said that so they could crush the hopes and dreams of the guy from Satellite Amps. <laughs> I think, I think, I think they probably took more pleasure out of crushing his hopes and dreams than they would out of re- releasing it and having it be a success. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I mean, I saw one in the showroom that was, it was, it was, not from it was like one of the custom shops, but it was still an Epiphone. It was a coronet, so like they have made some. Have has anyone gotten one? Not I've not seen one. I remember um, when Fender Fender did those tenor tellies, and I kept asking like, when are they going to be released? And they're like, oh, it's delayed, delayed, delayed. And then the next thing you knew, like, ev- like there were people who had them. <laughs> And they were not for sale anywhere. And you're like, I didn't have a, I didn't even have a chance. Yeah. And I cry every night about it. Um, yeah, I think I just saw that Gibson is also trying to sue Collins, Collins now over some head, some head stop issues. And it just, you know, it's just always busy over there. It's just always, it's a very busy legal department. Always something going on at Gibson. Oh, well, we paid for the retainer anyways. We might as well use it. Yeah, exactly. It's almost like the lawyers have free reign to do things that lawyers will do. Like just, it, it, sometimes it feels like throwing shit at a wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah, or throwing lawsuits at a wall and seeing what sticks. Well, as my mom always said when I was a kid, lawyers will be lawyers. I, <laughs> it's true. It's, uh, yeah, and you guys heard about the, the origin thing, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It seems like a <laughs> sticky situation. But I'm seems sh- like a seems like a confusing situation, like a complex situation. I yeah, it's, it, there are two sides to every story, right? Uh, there yeah. are. It seems like we're having something of a revival, though. So. Oh, sweet lord! <laughs> I actually deleted that sound effect from the reel. Oh, did you? <laughs> Not on purpose. <laughs> that that means I've got free reign now. Um, yeah, no, I I remember seeing the thing the other day, and I'm like, this is nonsense. Origin sucks. Like I like I unfollowed Origin, made there to go through and like every angry comment uh, left on all of their posts. Been like, yeah, yeah support- they get offset account. No, did I you? did not. Okay. Uh, and then Origin posted the rebuttal. I'm like, okay. I think some of the facts here don't entirely line up, but I also agree that this is probably a lot more complex. And I went back there and un- free followed origin and unliked everything. Um, that was did you? you. <laughs> <laughs> That's really embarrassing for you. Oh, it's entirely embarrassing for me. And I, I think it, that falls in the category of, uh, I learned a lesson and the lesson is, uh, that we don't jump to conclusions. Yeah, I mean, it sounds 
it sounds a little I mean, it sounds forceful on their end uh even with the so you know like the actual filing the trademark filing uh the sure. the challenge uh has been leaked and um it you know to a certain extent it seems like they were like half like <laughs> trying to convince a judge that uh that revival electric doesn't exist anymore because they're pretty small sure you know and and you know to to that end it's like you know you you can't come in here as this big you know it's essentially coming in as a big company and go like yeah but we're better than them yeah but that's um, not how trademarks are supposed to work they're supposed no. to protect people it's like what was what was that that super band in like the 70s they were called like I don't want to say the association, but there was something that was like a lawyery kind of name. I think it involved Jimmy Page. And uh, they tried to file trademark for whatever their band name was. Um, and, oh my God. And uh, some other band that was just like a bunch of like lawyers that had a band, they'd actually filed a trademark for the band name yeah. because they did play shows and stuff. And they're lawyers. Of course, they're going to do that. And uh, Jimmy Page was like, fuck that I, I i'm actually trying to make sure it's actually jimmy page and i'm not making shit up i think i think we all just want the, the firm it was called the the, the firm. firm yes uh so <laughs> of course lawyers some so yeah, then, really og blues lawyers there yeah. <laughs> exactly and uh so Jimmy Page was like, I'm just going to use the name anyway. That's not at all how he talks. Um, yeah, that's, that's a good British accent. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I fucking nailed the Minnesota one last week. I, I, I heard. <laughs> no, you didn't. Well, no, no, you told me and I needed I to. I told you about it. I you had to investigate. Uh, I haven't. But basically, yeah. So so the, the, the actual firm, the, the law firm firm. I think successfully yeah. sued them for money. <laughs> um, I think, you know, part of it, part of it with origin is there is a, uh, there's a cost of entry with origin and it's high. You know, the stuff is expensive and therefore they can be really easy to dislike. Uh, especially, yep. and it's really easy to to confuse why you don't like them. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I've it's like Tesla. You know, like you know, like everybody hates Elon Musk. You know, and everybody hates Tesla. But it's like if the cars were super affordable and everybody could buy them, everybody would love Elon Musk. You know, like but since there is, you know, this. Uh, yeah, since they're expensive, then you're just naturally going to have a bunch of people who dislike them. And so. Andrew's really itchy. Yeah. I'm very itchy. Uh, I, I understand the concept that you're saying, and I think that works, but also Elon Musk objectively sucks. So. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> are you, are you, are you, what, did he buy his ideas or something? N what? I don't know anything about it. I, I don't know. Oh, he's just. Not I, I don't. Big... I, I just don't really. I don't. I. I don't have much of an opinion on him. Is all I'm. That's pro say. that's probably the place you want to be. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, and 
I don't know. He, he's got to be kind of cool if Grimes is dating him. Okay. Uh, yeah, I would think so. I mean, sometimes you're like, I, I think he's a complex person, and I think he's done some and said some really stupid shit. Yeah, I think he's probably quite smart. I don't know how much of a genius he is. He's at least a little bit funny. Let's be real. Sure. There's yeah. there's there's layers to to work out there, but in the corporate it, sense, I he might he might be the funniest billionaire. Yeah, yeah but I one of my favorite one of my favorite Elon Musk moments um, was uh, <laughs> do you remember when those there were kids? There's like a, a a team like a the kids like, trapped in the cave in, in the Thailand. Cave. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know like. Time is of the essence, you know, on, on yeah. getting these kids saved. And yes. Elon Musk was like, yeah, I'll build something. Just wait a little while. And, you know, and um, wasn't he really mean to the diver who saved called him? Called him a pedophile? Yeah, there was that. On too. Twitter? Yeah. And then somebody somebody else, like, developed the thing to save them. And he was essentially like, well, that's what I was going to do. You know, like... Okay. It, and it's you know whatever, or I would have done it better or something like that. I don't know. He's uh, maybe my favorite Elon Musk moment should be a <laughs> no. little bit more uh, clear. I think that's the cringiest thing he's done. I also think he probably manipulates the um, cryptocurrency market a little bit. Yeah. Hello, yeah. SEC. Yeah, Elon tweeted again. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. want to check that out. Yeah, yeah. He's almost like you know how the president can like completely change the stock market like <laughs> elon musk is a variable for the cryptocurrency market yeah. I, yeah. I you know i got into it because like i bought some some dogecoin because he had uh you know been endorsing it and uh, i lost all of it yeah lost a lot of money on that one <sighs> not a lot i i didn't put a ton in you're not i mean I don't think I'm still anyone... mad that my husband bought. I asked him to buy it at four cents, and then he sold it at seven cents. Nice. <laughs> like why? <laughs> we could have had more. Could have had it. Um. I think yeah. the the hardest stuff with that is is knowing when to get out. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, most of my, I just throw everything into a. Um, I have a robo investor, and that seems to do fine. Yeah. yeah, I mean, here's a, with any of that stuff. Can we the, get back to guitar stuff? Though? Yeah, this is this is a, this, this is, is so this far is off base. Away. So I just, I, for the sake of anyone listening to this, might be thinking, ah, oh, Vegas rules, Vegas rules, Vegas rules. It has to be Vegas rules when you get into volatile stocks like that. Yeah. In other you words, don't don't invest anything you're not perfectly content to lose. Yep. If you're going to yeah. be sad, upset, angry unable to make rent, etc. If yeah. you lose that money, don't do it. Yeah. And I think the same can be said about guitar pedals. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. I mean, there are people in, in this industry who can manipulate the price of used gear pretty significantly. Yeah. Or any gear. You think yeah. about Ryan Burke can make uh, like affordable pedals sell out. And that's pretty amazing. And then josh scott making behringer pedals cool for some reason yeah i don't understand yeah i'm just never gonna understand that one but it's like every time josh scott does a, a series 
or a video on a pedal series. Like the prices. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was, I think that, um, was it the does it doom guy who is responsible for the fact that that Behringer like metal fuzz pedal thing is like, he made some video saying that it was like an FC two clone. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, it sounds exactly like it. And then like the, this, poor pedal went from being like 20 25 dollars on the used market to you know 250 overnight pretty weird it's it's very odd like i mean i i'm very much of the idea these are just these are just pedals and you shouldn't you shouldn't be like spending a shit ton of money on them i mean but there are pedals like i would love to see like okay i'm just gonna pull this out of a board I would love to see this like become super popular. The Ghost Facts. Yeah, I liked this pedal. That was my favorite out of everything that they did. Um, that was the one that I found myself using the most. Every time uh, I have a drum machine, I pull this out. It's cool. It's a cool. It's a cool pedal. Um, it is really nice. Yeah. I don't. I wonder if they'll ever come back. I don't know. I, I think uh, Louise seems pretty content at uh, Bandcamp. Yeah, uh, is that where she's at now? Yeah, okay. last I checked. Um, and Ben's at art in art school. Yeah. So yeah. we we uh, we worked with them at Mass Distro. I, I think them coming out with Mass Distro was, um. You know, possibly kind of like a last ditch kind of like, can we do this? Can we make this thing work uh, and get some help here? And they were, um, they, to a certain extent, they seemed like they were kind of ready to move on to other things. Yeah. Um, and so I'm sure they're happy. Yeah. They seem happy. Yeah. I love, I love, I love Ben and Louise. Um, mm. and, and I, you know, through, through my, uh, through my job, uh, Louise and I, cause she kind of handled the operational side of things and I handle the operational side of things at, at mass. So, um, uh, she and I would speak daily and I, mm. I do, uh, I do miss talking to her cause I thought she was great. Yeah. All those Midwestern brands. There's so many, there's really so many. Really cool brands in there's Minneapolis some, and Wisconsin. There's some big, some big ones. Uh, yeah, obviously you know, like, Chase Bliss and Zvex. Yeah, those are the only yeah. two I know. Well, there's some smaller ones from Minnesota. This, the smaller ones. Who? Are, oh gosh, who are the ones that have like the, like the no knob chorus and stuff? Uh, oof. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Not a wall. Uh, um, no, Henrietta. No. Henrietta. Henrietta yeah. Engineering. Yeah. Is that Minnesota? Yeah. yeah. Is there? I really? think so. I didn't know that. She says yeah as she types it into Google. No, yeah. I actually typed "Purple Gain Guitar Pedal" into Google. Fair. And we have uh, we have Cooper Effects here. Thomas. Lotus um, Pedals. Damn it. I was I meant to buy that purple gain pedal because I just thought it was a funny name, and then <laughs> it sold out everywhere. Purple gain, purple gain. You're a big yeah. Prince fan, right, Emily? Yeah, yeah. 
this side. Yeah. Got my princey boys. Yeah. He, I think the, he, it was it was last week when Andrew interrupted me when I was listening to Purple Rain, <laughs> and he joined the call, and I'm just like emotional. I <laughs> did intentionally. A, you know, <laughs> guitar solos can make a grown man cry. That that's a that's one of the better ones. That is a good solo. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. He's he was fine. So bring it back to origin. Fine. Fine. Are we oh, are we going back to origin? We like we started getting into it and like just drifted. So oh yes, then we started on my douche. Um I, I don't know, my hot yeah, take. Do you wanna do you wanna recap like what it seems happened? Before? Oh yeah, we recap would probably be helpful. Uh Origin Battles, we all know them for their compressors, and they've also done a couple of other things. British brand and uh, yeah, they they got that 1176 clone. They've done in a couple of different variations, including the compact version that uh, seems to be super popular in the praise and worship circles in particular. Because it's expensive. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, I can hear the difference. Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. It was off. Hold on a second. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was the Holy Spirit. <laughs> uh <laughs> Sorry, so cl- no, no, no. It, it just hits close to home. <laughs> I don't disagree. I, I know people that would fall into that category. I'm like, guys, you're embarrassing me. Um, Jesus is the core. Like, oh, guys. Uh, so super popular over there. It is objectively. It does sound great. And they've done a couple of other things. They've got their magma trim. Yeah, the 57. I did that for Premier Guitar. And the uh, the the pedal that's in question is their revival uh the use of the term revival the revival drive is just this that's the massive two-stage five hundred dollar distortion pedal yeah that's expensive uh i played it at nam uh in 20 uh winter nam 2020 on the floor i'm like oh this sounds good and then i changed a couple of settings i couldn't get it to sound good again uh because there's just so many knobs i'm like why i'm so uh, this is terrible but i'm just used to three knob overdrive pedals that I know like okay volume gain tone I know how to get this dialed in super fast and it works and this thing just okay. this behemoth the lawsuit the lawsuit the lawsuit so the lawsuit is origin effects started using the term revival knowing as part of their revival uh, drive as part of their revival drive part of their branding kind of really leaning into it they knew at the time that it was the term revival was part of a trademark by a smaller brand called Revival Electric. Electric. Revival yeah. Electric. And honestly, I haven't heard of them before this week. Nobody had. Uh, but they are a small brand and they did uh they did have the trademark on the name, Revival. And so Origin pushed their way ahead from what we can gather and tried to get their try to reach some sort of an agreement with the small company. To sounds like there is options on the table for um, maybe sell, uh, giving the name up and uh, settling on it, reaching a settlement. Uh, sound origin is now claiming that I think they would only they would only give it up in the United States or like regionally or something, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So trying to reach a settlement there, trying to sort out what that could look like, and uh, I don't think Revival is very happy, and so they decided to take to social media, uh, which honestly, in in an environment where those who have money are favored, 
Because let's be honest, if you got money, it's so much easier to defend and or just be aggressive in the legal sphere with trademark and uh, patent law. Uh, so small company, you can use social media to be the grand equalizer there, uh, especially in a small industry like this. And so as far as we can tell, it looks like that was just the, the next best thing for revival that they thought they could get a leg up in this situation. And so they posted something. It went super viral across the guitar community. People were saying, oh, I'm going to get rid of my origin effects is just full on like game over. We're done with origin. Other, other builders, like other decently sized builders calling them out too, yep. which, which I, that honestly is a little bit more surprising. To yeah. Me. I saw Matthew's effects. I uh, reposted it and said, guys, this is, this, this shouldn't be happening in the industry. This is absurd. I forget exactly how Rick phrased it, but yeah, like there's some, it was pretty harsh. Yeah. Yeah. Words were not minced over a couple of days in origin responded by posting a picture of uh, one of their guys holding a pedal that said revival on it and uh, <laughs> let it sit for a couple of days. And then they posted a full, you know, the, the whole 10 panel uh, explanation of their side of things and cleared up a little bit. And it sounds like maybe revival was interested in being receiving some compensation because origin effects used their trademark essentially to make money. They capitalized yeah. on it. And, and it's, revival it's in, wants a slice of that. It's within their rights to ask for that thing, especially if you didn't get permission first. You have a lot more um, uh, weight to push into it. It's kind of like how it reminds me of when the Verve put out that song that that Bittersweet Symphony, and they had just lifted parts from a Rolling Stones song, and the Rolling Stones could have asked for. Um, a part of the writing. They could have asked for all the copies to be destroyed. They could have asked for a lot. Um, and actually they could have asked for all of the copywriting, all, all of the copyright, uh, because they didn't get asked first and they did ask for all of the songwriting royalties and they got it. Yeah. Because then that's what happens when you don't like clear, clear things up first. Right. And that's why a lot of artists, like uh, when you think about, one of the songs on Beyonce's Lemonade Hold Up has um, writing credits from, uh, oh gosh, I'm blanking on the name of the singer from Vampire Weekend and Karen O. Even though none of them were in the room with Beyonce when they wrote when she wrote uh, Hold Up because she says Hold Up, they don't love you like I love you. Karen, very similar to Karen yeah. O's Maps, Wait, they don't love you like I love you, and uh, the guy from Vampire Weekends. Ezra. Uh, said Ezra, he tweeted something about, uh, he tweeted something that was just similar enough to one of the lyrics and they just gave him a writing credit. They did that preemptively, probably a very small percentage. I could look it up if I've cared. Um, yeah, that, that's like the safer thing to do is to clear yep. it first. Yep. Um, my guess is Origin saw that Revival's website wasn't live whenever they looked and thought that they wouldn't have a problem uh, con con declaring it a dead trademark or abandoned. That's my I, guess. Did it say that the website wasn't live or that they didn't have product for sale in their store? It I, was, wasn't, I, wasn't I wasn't sure either. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it wasn't live or wasn't as active as they would like to see. You know, I yeah. mean, you know, you know the thing where like uh you you form a new band and you look you're looking for names and you, like you'll get it you know somebody'll come up with a name and then you'll you know go google it and then you'll see if they have any gigs 
And if they if they haven't had any gigs in a long time, you'll be like, yeah, we can take this name. Yeah. Uh, I I feel like that was kind of uh, how Origin expressed what they did. They were like, yeah, sure. they're not selling anything. And there, there's yeah. some complex legal definitions that come along with that. And yeah, and we're not lawyers. We're not lawyers. And <laughs> so I, I don't doubt that there is some degree of like, they're just playing within the, the, the rules of engagement. I don't, I don't think in a legal sense, no one's technically done anything wrong aside from them just going ahead with the trademark without clearing it. So I don't know. I, the other thing that really, the first time I read the response from origin, like I, like I was like, okay, that makes sense. Like this feels better. And then I read it again. I'm like, wait a minute, hold up. Cause like, Oh, well, we're just a small company of 11 employees, which for by standard corporate standards, uh, that's not a lot of people, but in the pedal world, that means that's a, that's a big company. That's a big company. I mean, yeah. that's, that's some real small loan of a million dollars kind of energy. Yeah. And, well, no, yeah. You know, like, you know, walrus would be, you know, 11 to 15 people. Sure. Um, well, isn't Old Blood Noise like close to that too? Probably. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, yeah, in the in the pedal world, 11 people is is not anything to shake a stick at. You know, small in the pedal world is when you still have one person in their garage. Small um, is small as Rude Tech, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 11 people means you're bankrolling half a million or more in salary every year, realistically. Yeah. That's yeah. That's money. Yeah, and you know, I mean, one of the one of the impressions that I had heard was that Origin from the beginning, you know, when they when they came out, they were kind of like, we're gonna act and carry ourselves like a big ass brand, and um, and you know, maybe to that same token, they um you know, they looked to someone like Gibson and went, you know, what is Gibson a big ass brand? Like, how do they carry themselves? And, you know, um, and, and maybe just carried that kind of machismo into, um, into all of these things where like, we're just going to trample on anybody who comes any, you know, in our way. And little did they know a little dude from revive electric, uh, figured out how to use the court of public opinion um, pretty effectively. Yep. Yeah. I think the sheer amount of time before they responded isn't really in their favor. Yeah, that's true. Um, But you know, it's like they didn't expect it, but like we know that the guy from revival was already talking to people about what was happening. Yeah. Yeah. Privately one-on-one like, and then he just went public with them. So my guess is, I would assume he he had some support from other people before he posted that, like that he kind of figured what would happen. Mm-hmm. But I know I, I saw think this satellite was the best case scenario for him. Satellite was commenting on his post as well, um, yeah. And given satellite's history with Gibson, they're intimately familiar with what this process looks like and what the yeah. options are. Yeah. Um. And, you know, so will it hurt Origin in the long run? Yes and no. Maybe. Uh, you know, three months from now, will anybody remember that this was even a thing? Doubtful. No. Um, I mean, <laughs> can still sell pedals. That's, yeah. you know, like what if you more can, information you need. Yep. Um, but will. I'm going to bleep that. 
uh, will it hurt them in terms of uh, finding the next wave of customers? Mm-hmm. I th- I think so. I think when it comes to to younger customers and things like that, which they are gonna need if they want to have a long term, you know, like I think they'll still hold on to their forty five year old, you know, software developers and lawyers and dentists and things like that. Um, but I, you know, I I think they did. I think it hurt them for getting future younger players. Um, yeah, because I mean, and you could say, "Oh, younger players aren't spending five hundred dollars on drives." I'm like, "Yeah, they are. They are." Yeah. I mean, yeah. we, I mean they're, they're spending a thousand dollars on gin losses, like that, to make yeah. their sound sound more lo-fi. Like, of yeah. course they are. Yeah, just the fact that you know, like, no blues lawyers buying a Chase Bliss pedals. That is all being that. That's that's allowance money. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it, that's that runs that company. So. <laughs> Sorry, that that hurt me. <laughs> that got me in a weird way. <laughs> that's that's my, that's money that that's money that mom and dad sent to uh, use at the cafeteria. Money. Um, <laughs> that's like so. I. I Man, how ra- expensive are cafeterias these days? <laughs> I think when I was in college, it was technically like ten dollars to go through the cafeteria, and I'm not kidding. Like if you didn't if you didn't have it as part of your meal plan, I think it was like ten bucks a meal. It was stupid. I think breakfast was cheaper. I dreamed about my college last night. Oh, God, that was awful. Deep breaths. It's going to be okay. Yeah. So this was the first college dream I've ever had where the, the premise wasn't that I forgot. I had studied, like taken a class and then it was finals and I hadn't studied at all. Mm. That was... That was my reality. <laughs> Did you so, really once forget you took a you signed up for a class or something? No, I I just tended not to go. Yeah. Well, no, I forgot. In my dream, I forgot that I okay. had like signed up for calculus. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, I went to music school too, so I did the thing where I'm like. I can just fake my way through this, but uh, music school will tend to call BS on that. Uh, that attitude, Andrew, is gone. He just he's left. He's just like fuck all y'all. He's like I gotta pee. And yeah. That's... Oh my god, I respect it. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That was odd. Um, should we wait? I don't. I I don't. Did he chat us? No, I don't see anything. <laughs> wow. Did he Has he ever done this before? Usually he chats or says, hold on a second. Hold on. Oh my God. So yeah, I would, I would really love to buy a purple gain pedal if anybody is, if anybody's selling. (laughs) I think, yeah, it's a great name. It's a great name for a pedal. I'm sure it got a little cease and desist after, like, I think it thrived when his estate was still like, fighting each other yeah <laughs> like nobody had time to sue lotus petals <laughs> or yeah give them a season desist uh for a petal that just even just took the purple rain font yeah um and yeah his uh, now his uh go. i mean I, I don't know what it's like now but when he was alive his his people were fairly litigious um yeah so 
Um, I get it. Like, I don't, I don't fault people for, um, trying to, you know, control their image at all in mm -hmm. most ways. Um, and Warner was especially litigious with like his music in ways mm -hmm. that I think his estate, it couldn't have possibly just been his estate. Like, um, I, there was actually, Prince changed music law in relation to YouTube because Warner kept trying to sue people. And, uh, those people, one of, one of those people countersued, um, like she posted a video of her daughter dancing to a Prince song. Like you could barely hear the song and Warner sued for takedown and she successfully argued fair use. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Thanks. Um, thanks for thanks for suing so that new new rules can get made. Yeah, well that's that's uh, that's how uh, that's how things happen now. Like that's that's how you know it's like it's like every major thing, every major advance that happens with us socially seems to be fought out in the courts. I mean that's always been the case. In some in some respect, and I don't I don't I don't have a huge problem with it. I guess sometimes. Listen, sometimes you got to sue your employer for wage theft. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> it's that kind of weekend. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it'd, it'd be really nice, like in an idealistic world, that we could all just get along and be like, hey, you know, I'd probably make five dollars if I sued you. That's fine. Keep it. Yeah, no, I was thinking about, um, I don't know, it's probably not, this is probably not the the place to talk about that, but it's not, yeah, sometimes people gotta get sued. Yep, agree. <laughs> it's just, sometimes you gotta sue a person, you know, and sometimes if someone sues you, you gotta sue them back. <laughs> I feel like usually if they sue you, you have to sue them back. Yeah, did well, that's, watch, that's... Um, did anybody watch Cruel Summer on Hulu, speaking, speaking of suing people? No. Oh man, great soundtrack. Really? Yeah, I thought it was. A, I thought it was an interesting, albeit a little bit difficult to follow. Sometimes with the time shifts, like the it shifted between three years and multiple times in the same episode. But I thought it was really good. Um, I, I'm not watching anything right now. I just I finished Mayor of Eastwood and then. Ooh, that was good. That was good. It was super good. It was very, uh, um, Kate Winslet is just amazing. So good. So She's good. The best. So. Gosh. It's amazing that she and Leonardo DiCaprio were in Titanic together. Like, just two fantastic actors. Yeah. I like her more. I kind of yeah. wish that it, I, I am kind of bummed that Leo finally got his Oscar. Cause it was just so fun to be like, hey, but does he have an Oscar for like years? Then he got like, oh well, is it? this is no longer funny. I remember someone <laughs> someone said some shit about like, oh, Randy Newman won another Oscar for another song. I'm like, actually, he just been nominated a shit ton of times and he's won like thrice. Yeah, were they all Toy Story? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he did. <laughs> I, God, he did so many movies though. Like he did so many scores for. I think he did Field of Dreams or something. I don't know. Oh, I I'm not up on my. Uh... Not up on my Randy Newman. You're not? You gotta uh, get up on your Randy Newman. Embarrassing. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I would argue that, you know, as long as we do, like, Leo should have had it for Basketball Diaries. Like, no doubt. Like, as as one uh, who 
has experienced uh, a very unpleasant drug withdrawals. Mm-hmm. Um, watching him in watching him like act out drug withdrawals in that movie. Wolf of um, Wall Street, which movie? Sorry. Uh, Basketball Diaries. Oh. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, watch, yeah. Watching him actually act out, like, that, you know, what that's like. I, like, as I was, you know, I was probably, you know, I'd probably quit using it, you know, like, you know, it'd been 10 years at that point when I watched that movie. And I still, like, my skin was crawling, and I was just Oof. like... Because he did such a good job. And not only, like, yeah. such a good job you know, acting out that portion of it, but then also acting the way an addict would act in, you know, every situation. It was, it was pretty, it was pretty impressive. And he was like all of like 17. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Like the, the method of like the intensity of how he acted at, especially at a very young age. And then you're like, that's the guy from growing pains. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. One of them. Is one that used, yeah. Is uh, this so, the other one like a total like the dude who was like the star of that? Wasn't he like a big? He was the something. bad boy, and now he's a big uh, Christian. Guy. Okay. Uh, Randy Newman had the dubious distinction of receiving the most Oscar nominations, fifteen, without a single win. Wow, that's a lot. Hmm. It's mostly Pixar things, but um, also like Ragtime. Uh, the movie Cold Turkey, a bunch of Lost in Space. I've heard of that one. Like yeah. the original, or <laughs> I, do, I doubt it. I don't think it's that old. <laughs> I saw him once in Louisville. I'm mean, sorry, Lexington. He said last last the last time he had played that venue in Lexington, there was a badger <laughs> just flying around <laughs> during wow. his show, <laughs> just like got terrorizing the audience. Just a bat. He's one. He's one that I feel like he's on my list of like kind of under the radar, but legendary under the radar people that I need to to get into. Like Warren Zavon is another one that you know, like, yeah, like people talk about Warren Zavon. Yeah, I've never heard him called Warren Zavon before. Really? Welcome. Is it not Warren Zavon? I've heard it's Zavon in Minnesota. Warren Zavon. Well, you know, they say things differently up there. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, he's he's another one that, you know, it's like, you know, the werewolves of London, but like anybody else is like, that's his worst song, you know, and you're like, oh, <laughs> and I. Uh, so I need the Carmelita a bunch of times and then. Yeah. So I need to, I need, I need to uh, get in on my Warren Zevon as well. Yeah, I really only knew Randy Newman from kids stuff. And then when I heard his more like adult stuff, I was like, Jesus, this is good. Like he yeah. knows how to just rip your heart out through your throat. Wow. You know? mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's that's graphic. Sure. <laughs> Oddly specific. I've you've never heard that phrase before? I don't think quite like that, no. <laughs> I just, you just always imagine it like it's um that that bad Indiana Jones movie, Temple of Doom. Was that a just bad one? Reaching through your chest. I mean, it's not great. Yeah, I can't say uh, casting Shia LaBeouf was the best uh, 
Best choice there. Was he in that? No. Oh, no. wait, no. I'm getting my... Okay. I'm getting mixed up now. Temple of Doom was the second yep. one. It's yep. actually the reason PG-13 exists, because they couldn't really just give it a PG rating, because it was pretty graphic, and they yep. couldn't rate it number... They couldn't give it an R rating, because it was, like, not that graphic. <laughs> so you're so telling... Was... You're telling me that that rating was created for, for Temple of Doom? For that movie. That's what I read. Wow. I didn't no. know that. No. You're thinking of the one with the aliens. Yep, I'm thinking of the one Crystal with the aliens. Crystal Skull. It's Lost Ark, Temple yep. of Doom, Last Crusade. Crusade. Crystal Skull. There was one of the original trilogy that my dad didn't ever want us to watch because he thought it was terrible. I think that was Temple of Doom. It was probably, it was probably Temple, Temple of Doom. I don't think I've seen it because we always we watch it's the only one without Raiders Nazis. of the Lost Ark. And it, I think... It, I think if you look at it through today's lens, it feels pretty racist. Uh, Temple of Doom? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big oh, time. Yeah. <laughs> Super big time. Um, yeah. Just kind of their their token Asian character kid in that movie it was super offensive. <laughs> you know, like, um, it's funny, you know, so we have... Um, it's funny how much stuff there is uh, out there just like that. We have a, a Disney Plus and, um, you know, we watch a lot of, you know, I'll, 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 you know, we watch a lot of new stuff with my kid. But then, you know, like every once in a while, I'll be like, hey, should we watch something that dad used to watch when he was a kid? And Disney Plus now puts warnings on things that are going to be insensitive or that were insensitive. And they just want to warn you ahead of time. And Boy, everything that I want to go watch from like my childhood has that on it. Uh, like what? Uh, Peter Pan. Boy, go oh, go watch Peter Pan. Holy no, cow! It's okay. I think I'm fine. Um, I'm good. Uh, yeah, like j- like just rampant racism in Peter Pan. Um, and it yeah, it's it's kind of just kinda watch all Hook over instead. Yeah, Hook wasn't racist. I don't think so. No, no. It's Robin Williams. Can't. It does not. <laughs> Robin it, Williams couldn't be racist. No. I'm actually now. I'm trying to think back. And I'm sure there will be examples. Sure. I cannot. Is I'm going to have to dig for them. Um. Yeah. No. It's it's. Um. It's interesting. It's in. I mean, it's you know. I know. So I've had to learn. And I'll I'll be I'll be to, to, I, I'm I'm fine to be totally upfront and honest about this, but um, I'm still like I still will say my my wife is Korean, and sometimes I will say things that I just don't you know I'm not even thinking about, and you know um, and thankfully we have a good enough relationship that she can do this, but my wife will go. Let me tell you, <laughs> yeah, my, my, yeah. My, my wife will go, let me tell you how that feels on this end. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, man, wow. You know, and, it, and it's funny because I have, you know, um, I, you know, I'm younger and I considered myself to be, you know, kind of part of the generation that is more inclusive than exclusive and, you know, to a certain extent wanted to kind of put myself above 
you know the the fray on that stuff but um yeah you know i mean she there's still stuff that you know and i would say you know i'm i'm Mm. definitely better than some but you know like as as far as that you're working on it makes you better than most yeah um but she does you know every every once in a while you know she'll she'll call me out and she'll be like that is the most white male thing that you could have said and she's like do you believe that and you know like when i look back on it i'm like man you know what i i do have to check myself on on that um and it's it's you know and disney is having to do the same sure yeah i remember and reading then sometimes and then sometimes they edit out um the butt and uh splash oh. <laughs> she runs into the water <laughs> or they like they like made her hair longer when she ran into the water so you wouldn't see her bottom Uh-oh. 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 oh oh no oh no it's imaging edge webcam uh did i run out of batteries in my camera i bet you i did i bet you did oh no that might be a good place to stop it <laughs> Uh, yeah what have we even started yet (laughs) (laughs) well tell tell people where they can find you real quick and like what you got coming up and tell them to watch rat week i'm so mad that you didn't do my i I wish you had done the the pizza rat i mean so i yeah i know Um, (laughs) he's like yeah i know (laughs) i uh i shouldn't (laughs) For those who don't know, uh, Ryan did a Rat Week, and I did one of the intros for Rat Week, and I sent him a couple couple options, and one of them was, Hello, Internet friends. I'm Emily. Welcome to Rat Week on Demos in the Dark. What's your favorite rat? Mine's Pizza Rat. Yep. Is, not that we're not, not those kind of, we're not talking uh, about it was, it was It was good. It was good. It was good, it was it good and I... It went with the lesser. I just didn't want you to upstage me, Emily, is what... That's fine. <laughs> I'm used. To, no. I'm used. To, I'm used to white men making sure I don't upstage them. Uh, um. No. I. I honest. I. Uh. I, You're playing upstage as me. Yeah. I thought the other. For for whatever my sense of humor is, I thought the other one was funnier. Um, oh, oh, that that you stole my idea. Well, yeah. <laughs> Can't believe you stole my fucking idea. Yeah, like, I, like, that was pretty funny. Um, I also really I because I have experienced similar things. I the the other part that I thought was really funny was that you kept introducing yourself as, um, uh, you know, hi, I'm Emily, and this is Get Offset. And it was like, and it was like, it's like, no. And then you come back again. You're like, hey, this is Emily. This, you know, and this is get offset. Like to me, like that was like, that was my favorite, actually. No, I think yeah, I, that, I did that one. And that was part of the one that I mean, that was part of the one that I used. And so, I, you know, I was I and to me, that was like, that was a very real thing that happens and a very human thing that happens. And so I, that that was what I I liked. But People I did don't think it, see it. I just I, I I fuck up my intros more than any part of the video. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, if we could have combined, hi, I'm Emily, and this is Get Offset and Pizza Rat, <laughs> it would have been too good for any. Like it would have been, like the world would have imploded. And we should just do the releases as a reel on Instagram. We should. Yeah, um, Pizza Rat. 
<laughs> I've been thinking about I've been thinking about releasing the the blues pedal thing that I did that I spent more time making fun of the pedal than uh, than actually demoing it. Um, that was actually like it was like twenty minutes long and then edited down to five. Um, and there is I've been thinking about releasing pieces of it on reels, you mean like a director's cut. Yes. <laughs> You should release the director's cut. <laughs> I think that's uh, I think that's trademarked. <laughs> Maybe you should check first, and then just if do it, it anyway. is, just go ahead do it anyways. I'll check just with anyway. I'll check with him. Just do it. Hey, do it anyway. look at that Coronado. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I picked this up. Brian, is your background real? Yeah. Is yours? Mine is, yeah. No, I'm just like, uh, I've been staring at your background. <laughs> oh, yeah. So people can't see all of Ryan's background because it looks one, sweet. I'll crop it out. Yeah, it actually looks really nice. I love the wood paneling on the lower half of the wall. And then the guitar yeah, seems very well organized. It's on the, it's on the ceiling as well. Um, yeah, no, it's it's a it's a good. We when we uh, when we grabbed this place, we saw an opportunity to build a studio down here, and the reverb is uh, very natural and great. It's pine, nice. so that's the Vaughn reverb. I just want someone to release a digital pine reverb. That'd be cool. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a good place. It's a good place to be. Yeah. So where that can people find you nice. on the internet? Uh, you, you can find me on the internet on YouTube, and if you uh, look for Demos in the Dark on YouTube, I will be there. I also have an Instagram account that I don't super care about, uh, but it's there. Um, that's. Uh, but you just got uh, 10,000 people, though, so you got to care a little bit. I do, yeah. That was, my life didn't change much after that. No. You're not, you're not getting um, a lot of more messages for... To, to like show off or sell like leggings and shit. Uh, no, you know I got more of those when I was just starting out. Um, I don't get I don't get a lot of those anymore. Um, Man, your Minnesota really came out there. Did it? Did it? Oh did. my god! Oh, yeah. You're like, oh no! I I used to, I got more of those when I was starting out. Oh man, I wasn't even talking about boats. Um. <laughs> you weren't talking about boots. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, so I lived in, I lived in Brooklyn for a while and people in Brooklyn would point out when my Minnesota accent came out. But, um, what's funny is, you know, having been back in Minnesota now for a long time, um, I guess when I raise my voice, like if I'm like ordering a sandwich over, like, you know, like, I guess, or projecting up or yelling at my kid, um, I guess at that point, like my, my wife claims that I get, yeah, you know, like, hey, you are you parking your car here? You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> um, but oh, I, amazing. Yeah, she said she says that anytime I raise my voice, like it's like having a having a, a New Yorker yell at her. When my, my my Midwest comes out when I'm trying to like seem sweet and approachable. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, you know, it's okay. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. 
It's oh uh, yeah, don't don't worry about it. No, it's all right. <laughs> Okay, you pull out like good. the you pull out like the the Midwest coffee shop server, you know. Hey, hon. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, hon. You need a refill over there? <laughs> you need a refill on your water? No. All right. Well, just give me a, give me a holler if you change your mind, hon. And Bobby, don't you go riding your tricycle down the stairs? Don't you know? It's not bad. It's a little cartoonish. It's no. It's. So, you know, like, depending on where you go in Minnesota, it's that's not even embellished. I uh, know. <laughs> a little you farther go, out you get. Yeah, you can go. I mean, every every state has a north, right? And, oh, you yeah. know, uh, we do here as well. Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> My dad's uh, been in Wisconsin for a few years, and he's starting to pick up on it. Yeah. Oh, boy. Herber. <laughs> I, the thing last is, we time also I, say oofta up, we say oofta in Seattle too, though. So. Do you? Okay. Yeah. My uh, my assistant at work is is you know dyed in the wool Minnesotan, and she writes oh oh I write I type out oh she'll she'll type out op op like, yeah oh let me just uh, sneak past you there nope yeah. didn't see you there <laughs> no it's like guys uh, oh I just gotta uh, sneak past you there. Uh, Get, get a second uh, helping of the hot dish. <laughs> what, what do you like in your hot dish? That's the last thing I'm going to ask, and then we're going to bounce. My so my sure? wife makes my wife makes a vegan tater tot hot dish, and it is to die for. Nice. Um, other than that, I don't have a, I don't have a lot of uh, I don't have a lot of experience with hot dish. I don't have a lot of experience with kind of the traditional Minnesotan stuff. I've never had a lutefisk. Have you ever uh, had a pronto pub? I've had pronto pubs. Of course. Sweet Martha's? Every year. Every year coming up here very soon. I, uh, I like them better than corn dogs. What's the difference? Uh, pronto pups, pups aren't corn dogs. It's not a corn meal. It's a wheat mixture. There we go. Yeah. I Martha, looked it up. Martha's cookies are, are absolutely uh, dangerous. Yeah. I loved walking around the fair and just seeing them melted into the cement. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty nasty. Like, just, just trampled. Like, does that come off? Like, is that just there forever? <laughs> like, I, I, like, it looked like you couldn't get it off with a power washer, I'm going to be honest. Right. Yeah. No, it's, uh, what, it's funny. I, when, it, man, it's we're done like, with this. All right. Like, yeah. I'm going to keep going. So I All probably right. shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thank you for watching. Thanks for understanding. Please like, comment, subscribe below. Check us out on patreon.com slash get offset. Check out our merch at get offset podcast.com slash shop. Rate review on iTunes. Blah, 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 blah. Well, uh, thanks for watching. <laughs> thanks for understanding. Until next time, my name is Emily. And my name is Andrew. And that's Ryan. Yep. One, two, Goodbye. <laughs> Bye.